This is Sound and Vision for KEXP. I'm Rachel Stevens. And on this episode of Sound and Vision, we're bringing back our occasional series, Day Job, where we talk to artists about the jobs they do to support their true passion, music. And I'm especially psyched about this one because it took me to one of my favorite places in Seattle, Pike Place Market. Hilary Branyuk is a singer-songwriter in Seattle who has a bit of an unusual day job. She's the shipping manager for Pike Place Fish Market, which is the famous fish market in Seattle. You know, the one where they throw fish to each other, like, across aisles. It's world famous. Amy Schumer caught a fish there this year with her hands, bare hands. Chrissy Teigen did, too. And this is where Hillary works. So I went down to the market to talk to her about what it's like to work there. But we kept getting interrupted in the best kind of way. How's it been today? Good. Uh, it's cold season right now. It's so cold. Hey, hey, yeah. Hey, yeah, yeah. Uh, so we do call-outs, and what they are is instructions. Okay. Uh, we make it fun, and so when somebody, for example, orders a whole fish, we'll call out what the fish is, what the instructions are, and how we're packing it. So we might be like, King Salmon Filet at 24, and then everyone will repeat that back. And the idea is when we shout it out, everybody all around the shop knows what's happening so that our customer doesn't have to tell us twice what they want. Since it's so crazy, this isn't like shopping at a grocery store, right? So people come up and they buy fish for the first time from us, and they don't really know what's happening. And they work with all the people. We call it out front, and up top is behind the counter. So everyone out front is taking a lot of the orders for people walking up. And then if my buddy Ryan Rector over here is talking to someone and then they, he passes them off to another customer, he'll be like, call out to them down here, tell them their customer's coming over. And if I'm already working on their order behind the counter, they'll just start saying, like, smoke salmon for Hill. So they'll add on to the order. So it's just all kind of interactive. And we just tell people, like, hey, hang out here. Somebody's going to come get you. How often do people just uh, order because it's fun? All the time. (laughs) Some people, you know, a lot of people don't even realize they can just buy fish from us here. They think that it's just for restaurants. And we're like, no, man, it's for you, too, because we ship overnight anywhere in the U.S. and we pack for the airplane. We're going to go up this ramp here. Watch your step. So this is behind the counter where the magic happens (laughs) if we were on MTV Cribs. Right over there is where we call our our salmon bench. And when we throw fish over the counter, it gets thrown from there to right here. And we catch fish up here. We have fish that we throw for fun, and they come this way. We throw them back and forth. But when we throw customer fish, uh, we only throw them once. But we have what we call TT fish, which we throw all day long uh, to each other for fun. Sometimes we get people back here to catch fish on their own, and then we donate those to the zoo. Sometimes we go throw them to bears, and then we save other ones that we ship to a wolf den, and then they feed them to the wolves. Wait, where is the wolf den? Uh, I think, uh, Stu, do you know where the wolf wolf haven is? I think it's... Yeah, it's down in Tenino. Tenino. Like southeast of Olympia, sort of. Cool, cool. Fun place. It's awesome. We take good care of... We do that all day long. (laughs) 
Uh, it never gets old. People always ask us if it does, but it does not. It's a lot of fun. Does anyone ever miss? Uh, us or other people? <laughs> <laughs> uh, it doesn't happen often, but I'd be a liar if I said we never dropped them. Yeah. We don't drop customer fish very often because we're... We, we do throw those in a particular way. On our TT fish, we get wild with it because it doesn't really matter if they fall. But if you're working out front, the person catching fish out front, you don't really get to be out there if you can't catch fish all the time or if you can't stop ones that are going haywire because we want to protect people around us and make sure we make a safe space. But sometimes they do hit the ground. We give them a little bath after that. <laughs> This is a smaller operation back here than I thought. Yes, everybody thinks that it's a big, huge place, and it's really, this is it. This is where we do everything. Sometimes we got 10, like in the busy seasons and the holidays and stuff, we'll get like 10 people back here working together. Sometimes you'll see like four or five people filleting right here, all of us cutting fish. The excitement at Pike Place Fish is palpable, and so is the camaraderie, which is kind of their jam. Uh, we are very big on creating... Um, you know, choosing your attitude. There's a fish philosophy. It's one of the things we're famous for. And it's uh, choose your attitude, be there, make their day, and have fun at work. And so just by coming here every day, we always keep an open mind that there's always something new to learn. So you come here and start working your first day and somebody throw you a fish, you just got to catch it. And then we show you how to do that and make it easier and how to throw fish. And then you learn how to cut fish. And just over time, you just learn stuff. There's no, like, behind-the-scenes training. You learn everything right here in front of everybody. So cool. Hey! When somebody tips us, we go, guys, we got a tip, and then everybody cheers. And people know that we're grateful. The, the fish philosophy stuff Oyster that I... Oyster shooter with it! The fish philosophy stuff starts to really bleed into your life. And I never worked in a place where every single person that works here wants to be here. Because it's, you know, they treat it like a choice. Right? It's a choice to show up to go to work every day. It's a choice to decide on if you want to have a attitude or a good one. Life happens and some stuff's really hard, but in the huddles every morning, we have a huddle every morning, 7 a.m. sharp, and we talk about what we want to do for the day. And we also talk about what's going on with us. So if you're having a tough time or you've got great news or weird news, we go, let's support each other. And that was like my first day, and it's like that every day. And I was like, okay, this is cool. And so I started to work with these people and everybody just uplifts you all the time. Everyone wants to make you better all the time. And they just like care about us. They really, truly care about their employees. We have employer paid insurance. We have amazing PTO. You know, they want us, they encourage us to go take vacations, and go get out in the world and do stuff. Doing stuff, like touring, playing shows, living life. Hillary is super grateful to be a part of this team. It's one she wanted to be a part of for a while before it finally happened. There are hundreds of shops in the Pike Place market, and Hillary worked in the market for years before actually working at Pike Place Fish. I used to work in an ice cream shop across the street, which is next to a place called Oriental Mart, and that's a female-owned Filipino market. And they sell all kinds of awesome stuff. And there's a kitchen in the back, and they make great food. And that's right next to each other. And I would hang out there all the time in the winter. And one of my bosses and an owner, Tite, yeah, backjack, yeah. Sam is really good old friends with them, so he would go sit back there and eat. And so I got to know Sam, and I was like, man, I'd love to do what you guys do for a day. 
And we kind of joked about it for a couple months. And then one day he came by the ice cream shop and was like, hey, I put you on the schedule for this day, but you got to show up at 6.30. You got to work the whole day. And back then it was 12-hour shifts. So I came in one morning. I got there at 6 and started shoveling ice. And I worked here for a whole day. And just it changed my life. And it was such an incredible incredible place to be and work and the environment and the love that they create in this small space just really changed me and I was like man it was so awesome and I came and worked a few more times and it just was like I wanted to be here and they wanted me to be here uh, and so I started working full-time after that summer. King Grip! After Hillary showed me all around Pike Place Fish she took a break from work and we walked up to probably one of the coolest decks I've ever been to in Seattle, overlooking the sound. This is where Hillary lives, right above the market. And her apartment is also her studio. So I had to ask her how much the market influences her music. I'll never forget Korean from the blue. You know, my music is funny because a lot of it's really sad. Um, I love sad music. I've always been someone that loves sad music, even when I'm really happy. And Pike Place Fish is such a place filled with happiness. The market in general has changed the way I make music because I'm in this environment that's full of creative people. And where I live, where we're sitting right now, uh, I have big windows so I can see the rain. And it creates this, like, vibe for me of just writing, like, rainy, sad, 90s-style music. Um, so, and it really has, like, fostered. The market has fostered so much for me with my music because of the people that I meet. Like, I met you. Right. Yes. I guess I should tell you all how I met Hillary. In 2017, I moved to Seattle without a job. This is the first time I'd ever moved anywhere without a job, and I was having a bit of an identity crisis because I usually pride myself on my work. Probably shocking to many. And so I had this job interview at an advertising agency downtown in Seattle, you know, in this big city where I didn't know anyone. And I left it not really knowing how I felt not knowing if I wanted the job I just applied for, not knowing if I you know, was received well as an applicant, which is always just so weird. It's like going on a first date and not knowing what you're looking for. And so I went into a Mexican restaurant in the market to sit by myself and decompress and reflect. Hillary was my server. She sensed something was going on and asked me how I was doing. And I told her, and she told me that, she really thought things were going to work out. She followed me on Instagram, and she bought me a margarita. It was one of those pure moments of kindness that gave me hope for that chapter in life, and it meant a lot. Turns out this gesture was a bit of a paying-it-forward moment for Hillary, courtesy of the magic of the market. You know, I moved here and didn't know a single person, and I started in the market the first week that I was here, and I got a family immediately. You know, I was kind of I was kind of homeless when I first moved here. Uh, I kind of came here with somebody that lied about where we were going to live, and so I got here with nowhere to live. And so for three months, 
you know, living out of Airbnbs and staying at people's house, like couch surfing and stuff, you don't really have a fridge and you don't really have places to clean up. So the people down here would like bring me produce that I didn't have to refrigerate. And some of the guys at some of the fish markets that I was friends with right away would give me fish to eat, like cooked stuff like crab and shrimp. And that was like how I survived. So my experience as an outsider coming into Seattle and coming into the market was something special for me because all these strangers that didn't know me, they're like, okay, cool, you're in the market now, you're one of us now, and we're going to take care of you. And it's been that way the whole time, and I've paid that forward. I treat people that way, which I would have anyways, but it really, like, becomes part of you being here. You know, you meet someone even that you may never see again, you're like, hey, I want to help you out and make sure you have this. Or we had a lady one day that came in, and she was really embarrassed to ask about using EBT, and she started crying. I was like, hey, there's nothing to be ashamed of. And if this is how you get your food, that's awesome. And we want to help you. So you just take care of people. Taking care of people is important to Hillary. But she also realized she has to take care of herself. This pandemic, as we all know, was not easy or nice to most people, especially musicians. I had to do some stuff pretty remotely. Uh, for the stuff that I was recording. But it was hard because I couldn't, you know, go work on music with people and I couldn't go play shows. And the writing, I wrote some, I wrote a couple things that I really loved over that time, but a lot of it was just like, I was depressed, like a lot of people. And I was having some anxiety with creating like a lot of people because we're, you know, boxed in. And it was a challenge for a little while to do anything musically, just even at home alone. It was just tough. But Hillary got out there and started playing again. She was nervous as hell, but she got through it. And she told me this about her first live gig after the pandemic. You know, I had people come up to me afterwards, and it's always one of those things where our heart is critic. And so I'm up there dying, but people didn't know that, you know, in the crowd. And I I always cover a Neil Young song, Old Man. It's the only cover, for the most part, that I do when I play live. And... I had the capo on the wrong, the wrong fret, and I get into like the first verse, and I was like, "This isn't it." And so I stopped, and I was like, "Hey, I'm doing it wrong. I'm gonna start over because I can't do this to Neil Young." And so I started over, and after that, even like people love that. People love that vulnerability and that honesty. And so I started over the song and sang it and got through it, and I was like, "Okay, like." That would have been the worst thing that I could think of that'll happen. So the rest of it was pretty smooth. Oh man, look at my life. 24 and there's so much more. Live alone in a paradise that makes me think of two. Starting over with no judgment seems to be a theme in Hillary's life. And her job at the market has a lot to do with that. Hillary has been working in food service since she was 15 years old. She's been jumping around from restaurant to restaurant, from Colorado to Boston, now in Seattle. But this market job feels like the last service job she may ever have. A lot of people down here don't have any idea that I do music, and it's people that I see every day. Because I don't, like, walk up to someone and go, Hi, I'm Hillary. I work at the fish market, and I play music. Like, I'm just like, Hi, I'm Hillary. But then I have a lot of people down here that do know and that are super aware But Pike Place Fish specifically, when I started working there, I had a conversation with our bosses. I was like, hey, like, I want to work here. I really want to be here. But I have to make sure that my music stuff comes first. Because I've 
been in situations like with the decade of restaurants where it's like it wasn't allowed to come first. But here, like my bosses are like, we want you to do music. Like they want me to move on from here to do music as like a job. So I have this overwhelming support, which does like influence the way that I make music because I don't have to worry that I'm not going to have enough time to actually do it. So when I'm like, hey, I need to go record or hey, I need to go do this or like even today doing this, they're like, hell yeah, we want you to do that. So it influences like my ability to want to even make music. Hillary is making music again as Brannick, thanks to her super supportive day job. Her newest single is called You Never Knew, which came out earlier this fall. I'll come to bed with you, but don't love me. For KXP, I'm Rachel Stevens. Oh, and also, I got to catch a fish. Gone. Get away from
That was our episode. Please rate and review this podcast if you get a chance. It really helps us here at Sound and Vision and at KEXP. And if you like these stories, you'll love our full hour and a half long show on Saturday mornings from 7.30 to 9 a.m. on KEXP. And you can always listen to the past two episodes on the KEXP archive. Find that all at kexp.org.